The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Somebody sent me a story. I think it would be it would be uh, it would be appropriate to complete on this note to conclude on this note. A woman shared this story some time ago. An older woman. She said that the people involved in the story already passed away. She's also not young, so she wants to share the story before she leaves the world. She grew up with parents who were Holocaust survivors. And there was no family because they were the sole survivors. So she didn't have a Bobby, didn't have a Zaydi. And didn't have any uncles and didn't have any aunts because her father was the sole survivor of his family and her mother was the sole survivor of her family. So it was just her and her parents and she didn't have any siblings. But she hoped one day she'll get married and there would be a big family. She married a husband who was also a son of Holocaust survivors. He also didn't have, he also didn't have grandparents or uncles and aunts. And he had one brother, Moshe. She married Moshe, she married the one brother and they had a, her husband had a brother. Moshe married a woman named Rachel. The father had a lot of challenges. He was a true victim of the Holocaust. And Moshe took a little bit of a different path than the father wanted. So the father cut him off. He barely speak to him. Moshe was craving for his father's approval and validation. A child needs attachment from primary caregivers. But his father couldn't give it to him. His father was obsessed with one brother, her husband. And when they got married and they had children, when they got married and they had children... So Moshe's children were ignored by the grandfather, and her children were embraced by the grandfather. And she knew how much Moshe was in pain, because his father simply didn't acknowledge him. It was a very, very harsh and difficult relationship. But it says Moshe's wife, Rachel, was an exceptional human being. And despite the fact that her father-in-law was so difficult, she never cut off ties. They always came to visit she said in her relationship with her sister-in-law, even though it could have been strained because of jealousy and envy, it was never effective. Brothers were close, the sisters-in-law were close. Says her sister Rachel was just something special, a queen of a woman, a, a true person of vision and dignity and empathy and moral royalty. Years go on, and the father starts making jokes with Moshe. He says, you know, you're not in my will. You're not in my will. I'm not putting you in my tzavah. She said, I asked my husband, could that be real? He says, knowing my father? Yeah. Sure enough, one day his father calls him in. She says, my father calls in my husband, gives him an envelope, and says, here is my will. My tzava, after I die, after 120, he opens it up, and he sees that everything he left only to him. He didn't leave a penny to much. Now this thing that's completely, completely wrong but I'm going to do it anyway, and I know that my father, who's now in the Olam Ha'emes, wouldn't be so upset. I'm changing the will. <laughs> Since he gave everything over to me, <laughs> so now it's mine, <laughs> so now I'm going to do what I want. And he redoes a will, which is forged, in which the father split 50-50. 50% to Moishele, and 50% to the other boy, and the father even wrote a note how much he loves both of his children and how proud he is of them and how much nachas and joy they gave him and how much he's going to miss them and pray for them and he hopes that this will help them a little bit 
50-50. And then he calls up his brother Moshe and he says, I found Tati's tzava. I found Tati's will. He says, really? Wow. They come over, takes it out. And she says, when I saw my brother-in-law Moshe reading the will, and I saw how he was crying from inner joy, I knew that my husband was right for doing it. He says, when I saw the two brothers hugging, Moshe, the first time heard something positive from his father, I knew how right my husband was. And Moshe got 50%. He says, we didn't have money. So it was a very nice amount that we were giving up. But she said it was all worth it to keep the family together. And she said, I saw at that moment my husband's dignity. And they said, my husband never shared with Moshe a thing till the day he died, until the day he died. The only one who knew about it was him and me and the person who was a lawyer who helped him do it and nobody else ever knew about it. And she says, my sister-in-law passed away, my brother-in-law passed away, my in-laws are gone. I'm also very old, but I wanted to share this story so that people should realize in life not to get drunk about external things and realize the value of relationships. And I share this story with you, my dear friends, because we live in a world and we live in a community where often there are rifts and people stop talking to each other. And people get into fights with their brothers and with their sisters and with their brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law and with partners and with employers and with employees and neighbors. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they're 50% right, sometimes they're 90% right, sometimes they're 99% right, sometimes they're 1% right whatever the situation is. But this is a time of year where we go deeper into ourselves and we realize that machloikas, disputations, don't make people thrive and happy in the deepest sense. And therefore, it's a time when you should encourage yourself not to be afraid, but to pick up a phone, to pick up a phone, to say, I'm sorry, to apologize. And even, even, if you were the one who was wronged, and the other person is not right, you're the one who's right. But you will be much, much more content, and much, much more fulfilled, if you can get it off your chest, and know that from your side, from your perspective, there's nobody that you don't speak to. How they react, that's their choice. Everyone has choices. But from your perspective, let it go. Let it go for yourself. Let it go for them. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.